welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. This is Chapter 2 in our short series on Leon Russell, the mayor of Tulsa Music and the master of space and time. Russell Bridges becomes Leon Russell. Stand by for the story. When last we left our hero, Russell Bridges, along with his drummer and friend, Chuck Blackwell, they'd loaded up their belongings in Russell's old station wagon like many Okies had before them, headed west down Highway 66, seeking their fame and fortune in the land of milk and honey, destination Los Angeles, California. This was 1958. Upon arriving in California, the Tulsa Travelers met up with Russell's former bandmate and Will Rogers High School classmate, David Gates, with help from fellow Oklahoma music maker, Tommy Alsup, who had already made a name for himself as a gifted session guitar player. They began playing clubs around Southern California. This is where he met and became friends with Ricky Nelson's guitar player, James Burton. Burton became Russell's personal guitar teacher. Burton would also go on to become the leader of Elvis Presley's TCB band. The former Tulsa musicians quickly began getting attention from the decision makers in the record business. Each of them began getting opportunities doing some record work, but Bridges had a slight problem. He was only 18. He was recognized as a gifted musician by the L.A. music moguls, but he couldn't be used in recording sessions unless he was a union member. Catch-22. To join the musician's union, you had to be at least 21. His talents could only be used to develop and hammer out complete piano song arrangements for which he was paid only $50. A session piano player would then take Russell's work to the recording session, use his arrangement, and make scale wages, which were approximately, at that time, $100 an hour. Bridges needed to make his way into the recording studio and get involved in doing session work. Once again, Oklahoma music legend Tommy Alsop stepped in to help. He directed Russell to someone in Las Vegas who specialized in producing fake IDs. When Bridges got the ID, he saw the guy had made a mistake. Now, don't get ahead of me, but... You guessed it, the fake ID read Leon Russell. Bridges took his new identification immediately back home to Tulsa, where he joined Oklahoma Local Musicians Union number 47. Taking his new union number 47 identification card, he'd headed to Los Angeles Musicians Union number 71. That proved he was a Tulsa Musicians Union member which qualified him to play in recording sessions and to make union-scale wages. This is how Russell Bridges came to be known as Leon Russell. Now, this is how Leon Russell historian Steve Todorov explained it. Speaking of Steve Todorov, his upcoming book on Leon Russell is scheduled to be available by November 2018. I personally can't wait. Leon quickly became a much-in-demand recording session player and became a member of the now-famous elite group of studio musicians known as the Wrecking Crew. His style of piano can be heard on records by artist Herb Albert's Taste of Honey, The Righteous Brothers, You've Lost That Loving Feeling, The Bird's Cover of Mr. Tambourine Man. He could also be heard playing on piano 
in a large number of radio and television commercial themes like the Clairol Shampoo commercial. Thanks to Hugh Foley's book, Oklahoma Music Guide, here's a list of some of the recording sessions in which he also appeared. He appeared with Glenn Campbell, Frank Sinatra, Bob Dylan, Ike and Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, the Rolling Stones, Barbara Streisand, The Ventures, Bobby Darin, Wayne Newton, Sam Cooke, The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Johnny Mathis, The Birds, and Share. Treat yourself to a good story. Look on YouTube. Look up Share's interview about Leon Russell. That's all I'm going to say about it. As an arranger, he supervised the musical production for Gary Lewis and the Playboys, 1965, number one hit, This Diamond Ring, playing piano on Jan and Dean's Surf City, the Carpenter song Superstar, which he co-wrote. He played piano on the Beach Boys' California Girls and on their Pet Sounds album, and nearly all of Phil Spector's hit records, including the Crystals' hit, He's a Rebel. You can hear his piano chops on Walter Britton's hit, Old Man Rivers. The Ventures hit Telstar, and on the Beach Boys, Little Deuce Coop. He was also a member of the Bobby Boris Pickett Crypt Kicker 5 band. Now, he did not play on the A side of Monster Mash because he arrived late to the session, but he did play on the B side, Monster Mash Party. Now, there's another Leon Russell trivia question you can spring on an unsuspecting friend. He was hired to work on songs and arrangements for the Monkees, but the Monkey producers didn't like the music Leon was developing, so they paid him $100,000 to get him out of his contract. Seems the Monkey producers thought Leon's music was just too soulful. There was no question that Leon's star was on the rise, and so was his income. He purchased a large unfurnished home in L.A.'s Hollywood Hills, where he built his own personal state-of-the-art recording studio and filled the home with aluminum lounge chairs and folding camping cots for his fellow Oklahoma music makers to use when they came to town. Leon's home had an open-door policy. It seems he would call back to Tulsa, alerting a Tulsa musician if he heard of an opportunity he believed one of these fellow Tulsa musicians could fill. In essence, Leon was the gatekeeper and big brother to his Tulsa Brotherhood of Musicians. The names of many of the musicians who took refuge of what was known as Leon's Skyline Drive House until they could get established is frankly legendary. If a Tulsa musician made a trip out west to find work in L.A., it's a safe bet Leon had a hand in their success. In the late 60s, two of the mainstays of the elite musicians group the Wrecking Crew, Glenn Campbell, very talented guitar player, and Leon Russell, for a number of reasons, were tiring of doing session work. They discussed maybe it was time they stretched themselves by moving toward performing and developing solo careers. You know, Lady Fortune shined on Campbell the day he came across Oklahoma songwriting giant Jimmy Webb. In 1969, along with music producer Denny Cordell, who at the time was producing Procol Harum, the Moody Blues, and Joe Cocker, he established Shelter Records, which operated from 1969 until 1981 with offices in Los Angeles and Tulsa. He arranged and co-produced the album Joe Cocker 
which reached number 11 on Billboard's Top 200. This album also produced Russell's first commercial songwriting success when Cocker recorded his song, Delta Lady, which Russell had originally written for Rita Coolidge. In 1969, he began touring with Delaney, Bonnie, and Friends, playing guitar and keyboards on their albums as a musician and in their touring band. It was through this association that he met George Harrison, Eric Clapton, and others he would work and perform with over the next several years. We find the 60s coming to a close with Leon Russell embarking upon several directions and musical projects as the next decade began. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Spread the word. We can be found on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Play, and on Spotify. Also on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Click on the podcast link where you can see and choose from all of our podcasts. While you're there, check out our growing picture gallery. Join our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.